everyone, and thank you for joining me for another episode of the My Whim Life Show. This week, we have the amazing Erica Matthews uh, joining us. So, Erica, tell us a little bit about you. Okay. Well, that's a loaded question, but um, <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. Um, a little bit about me. So I, um, right now I am overcoming cancer. So that's been kind of a, a, a big battle. Um, and it's taken like, uh, pretty much all of 2020. So I've kind of been focusing on that, but I'm just now getting back into the swing of things with my business and, uh, you know, being able to focus on being a mom. So, um, I've got a two-year-old little girl and um i love life i love people i i just i feel like um god has blessed me with this so much so um yeah that's just a little bit about right now where i'm at and a little bit about yeah. me tell us a little bit about your business and what you've got on the horizon now that we're in 2021 okay so um i have two businesses so i am a health coach with a company that i lost almost 40 pounds in four months um, and that was about six and a half years ago and i always say that i lost the weight and gained a husband but that's that's exactly what happened <laughs> i know it was god's timing um but he literally came at that time and and i know too that i was putting out a different energy as well sure. um, attract um, my amazing dream husband so um yeah we ended up getting married um, the following year and then, so obviously I want everybody to know about this incredible program. And then my other business is I'm a spiritual alignment coach. So um, I help women um, have a transformation. So I teach women that no matter, you know, where they're at in life or how rock bottom their life got, that they can literally rebuild their, um, their life and they can have their dream life and become the woman of their dreams. So, nice. yeah. I love that. I love that. And it's, you know, it's definitely a coming from a unique perspective, um, you know, in a world where there are a lot of coaches out there right now, I think finding that niche of where you really harness your power is so awesome. Yes. Yes. It took me a little bit um, to find that. I was just like, I wonder you know, which direction I want to go, where, you know, where I wanted to niche down at. And it just kept coming to me that really my secret power is Jesus. And I feel like, you know, once, once women can connect to their, their faith um, and really surrender, it just beautiful things happen. And so, yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So tell us a little bit, first of all, obviously, you know, uh, you lost the weight and then gained a husband. That stuff doesn't happen overnight. Um, so what is that? What did that journey look like for you? So I was the queen of yo-yo dieting my entire life. I, I always struggled with food. Um, I was, I would say I was an emotional eater and, um, so if I was happy, I would eat sad. I was, I would eat, and, you know, it wasn't like I was hugely overweight, um, but there was a time where I actually ended up um, a size 20 and I was, a, um, I weighed my highest weight I, ever to this day. And that was 218 pounds. And I really, I'll have to share more about that. But I just, I remember looking in the mirror and I had all this shame and I, I absolutely hated myself. 
And so I went on to lose 50 pounds about on my own with just, you know, diet and exercise. And I couldn't seem to get the rest off on my own. And I was at a networking event um, for um, a previous job I worked. And this girl was up giving her testimony on how she lost 80 pounds in six months. And she had gained the courage to leave an abusive marriage and all this stuff. And I could really just identify myself in this girl that was sharing. And so I remember running up to her after she was done talking and I was like, okay, give me the lowdown. What is this program? How much does it cost? Like, um, you know, it's a hard, I was just, you know, asking her all these questions and she was like, actually it's, it's not hard, at least for me. And, you know, she just really explained it. And, um, and then I just, I signed up and I remember I lost six pounds my first week, 16 pounds my first month. And I was just completely sold and I just started feeling so, you know, I started doing like the work. So it wasn't like I was doing another diet. I started really doing the heart work and which um, coaching is included with this program. And he was really working with me on things. And so that sold me alone. And um, I think that that doing that program and then becoming a coach, that's really where I saw the benefit of having a coach. Um, when you have someone like that will hold you accountable, someone that will believe in you and um, be your cheerleader, um, you know, speak into your life if you allow that, it was a game changer for me. And so I realized f- pretty much from that point on, it was like, wow, I really want to, I, I want to coach because it's making a difference in people's lives. So that's a little bit about that. But um, yeah, f- almost 40 pounds in four months, the weight came off pretty quickly as it does for most people actually. And um you know, we all want results, right? Right. And a lot of people, we want quick results. We're so used to society. It's like, everything is like, oh, all you have to do is push a button. Oh, just put this in the microwave, you know? So people are pretty motivated by the results. Um, So yeah, it's, it's a pretty successful program. So yeah. Yeah. Do you want to tell us what it is? Sure. It's so it's called Optivia and um, it's a combination of meal replacements and whole foods and you don't, you don't even have to exercise. And I think what I loved about it is that I didn't have to spend, you know, hours like on a Sunday doing a lot of meal prep. It pretty much is just the step-by-step nutrition plan. It thinks for you. And so as my job, it was, I was not to deviate. So unless I wanted modified results. And so I I wanted the highest, best results possible. So I didn't have to be on this for a long time, but, um, yeah, in the, in the process, I mean, I learned um, to create healthy habits and, and that's, um, still to this day. I mean, I've kept my weight off now for almost seven years. Well, six years. Yeah. So fantastic. Fantastic. So tell me how having that experience with with a coach for the first time really led you to want to share your gifts and your talents in a coaching. That's a really great question. So uh, the life coaching is a newer thing and I'll go into that, how that came about. But um, so my coach kept telling me, so Erica, I, in the beginning, he was like, you're going to get results. And there's always one of two things that happens. People are going to want to know what you're doing because you become a walking billboard. So you can either refer them to me and I will put money on your account or I'll give you, you know, a referral fee, 
or you can coach them yourself and um, make pretty good money. And I said, well, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm doing good. I think I even told them I didn't even need the money. Like who doesn't need money? Like we can always use more money. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I remember saying, you know, no, I'm good. And he, he just, I'm so thankful he did this, but he kept like, you know, planting the seed just a little bit. Like Erica, you'd be such a great coach and um, you know, well, I don't remember exactly what he said, but I did start having like a ton of people towards the end that were like, you look amazing. What are you doing? You know? And so I had all these people and he said, well, sure, I'll take them all. If you want to refer them to me, that's no problem, but they're your friends anyways. So they're probably right. going to be asking you all the questions. So you might as well get paid for it. So I said, yes. And I remember, um, he helped me, you know, um, curate this post on Facebook and just letting everybody know what I was doing. And I remember just immediately my inbox just started piling up and people were like, Oh my gosh, yeah, I, I'm interested in doing a health assessment. And I signed up like 12 people right away. So it was definitely, you know, what I was supposed to be doing. And so, you know, I, I did that with working a full-time job for, um, at least four years. And so it was, it was something I was, um, I called like my side hustle and I yeah. made, I made actually pretty good money. And then, um, I, you know, fast forward a couple years. So 2018, I had my daughter and then I realized, you know, we, we, my husband and I were contemplating, well, we knew we didn't want to put her in daycare. And so I thought, well, what if I really just focus on this health coaching business and, I'm able just to work from home and take care of my little girl. And so when I started to really focus in that area, that's when things really took off. And so I quit, you know, working for someone else and started working for myself. Nice. I love that. I love that moment where you get, you know, the, the opportunity and the, not even necessarily the opportunity, because I think the opportunities come to people all the time. But when you finally have the courage to yes. take advantage of that opportunity. That's a really powerful moment. Yes, I absolutely agree. Yes, yeah. I, I could have said no um, and just played it safe, but I just, I don't know, I'm, I'm such a go-getter and I'm very driven, I'm very ambitious. I just felt, I just felt like there was just something. That was that, your thing. That was my thing, yeah, exactly, so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you said you are also doing life coaching now. What does that look like? So what I realized was um, I started to, um, I realized that I was coaching, life coaching my health coaching clients. And it was, um, it was taking a lot of my time. And I just thought, you know what is, you know, if this is helping so many people right now, you know, what could it look like to, you know, help more people and, sure. You know, so I ended up finding a um, basically a, a a course that I wanted to take, and so um, I flew to Newport Beach and I got certified and got training, and I I took this like three month training, and so of course you know nowadays you don't need that, but I felt like um, I wanted I wanted more skills to offer someone, and um, I just I I felt like it would. Um, create more confidence in myself that right. what I'm able to give to somebody. So right. Build that foundation. Yes. So I got certified last March and then um, 
every, I came back, you know, again, just to let everybody know what I was doing, um, was signing up, um, clients and everything was going amazing until, you know, I got the news. I got, I had some really weird, um, things that started going on in my body. I started getting this cough and then, um, my, like on the base of my neck, it's, it started, it just like popped out. Yeah. And I didn't, you know, I didn't think anything about that, um, until I went to a routine dermatology appointment and she looked at that and she said, uh, we're not doing anything today. You need to get to the ER. And I remember bursting out crying in her office and she's like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to put fear in you, but, um, that's your lymph node and that's, that's not, that's not good. So, yeah, so it took me, um, about a week actually to get, to get a CT scan and because they were so, you know, that's right when COVID was breaking out and they were just kind of all they seemed to care about. So but I got, I ended up getting a CT scan. They ordered it from the, the, the base of the neck up and I was getting, I, I had the iodine with contrast injected in me. I went to go get dressed and um, there's a knock on the door and the tech was like, you know, Hey, um, we're going to get orders from a doctor to do a full body scan. Do you mind uh, putting back the gown and coming back out? So I was like, okay. So obviously they saw that my whole lymph node was lit up with cancer. Um, and so, you know, I came back out and, you know, did the scan and then, you know, got dressed and I came back out and the text back was turned away from me when I came out and I said, Hey, you know, so now what? And she took a little, a little while turning around, but when she did her cheeks were just, she just had tears streaming down her face. And I was like, Oh, are you okay? And she said, yeah. And she goes, we'll call you. And I'm like, are you okay? And she just like, she wouldn't really talk to me. And um, she just kept saying she would, she would call me or they would call me or something like that. So she obviously knew the news. Um, and so probably about an hour later is when I got the call and it's the call that nobody and ever wants to get. And it was just shocking news, but they said, um, you have ovarian cancer, your lungs are filled with fluid and you need to get to the ER. Wow. And I, I, I think I screamed actually, um, and probably had my first panic attack. And so that was, um, yeah, that was March 19th of 2020. Wow. So, yeah. Really shocking. Pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. So yeah. what, what, I mean, what do you mentally, what do you, I know what you physically do next. You do whatever they tell you to do, but mentally, where was your head at at that point? Oh my gosh. It was, well, so going back to that moment, you know, I called my mom. I actually screamed. I'm like, mom, they say I have ovarian cancer. And she was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. And she was just completely calm. And so we're, we're both people of faith, but she just had like this total faith that I feel like the Lord prepared her for this moment. Um, because she's never let up with her faith. She's only like taking God at his word and fought for me in prayer and um, just, yeah, took God at his word. And so she and my husband met me at the hospital with my daughter. And um, again, COVID was breaking out, so they wouldn't let my family members in. Um, They soon staged it at stage four because it had metastasized everywhere in my body, but nobody told me that. And so everybody treated me like I was end of life. And so then they let my husband in. So... 
Yeah. So then they referred me to a, a conventional oncologist and, you know, he said I needed to have surgery right away, remove um, all my ovaries, all my, you know, all my stuff. And um, so we scheduled the surgery and I had major complications. So that following week, um, I ended up having two bowel obstructions. That was, it was actually hell. Um, and then, you know, I had a friend that used to work for him and she actually just told me this recently. So 10 months later, um, she said that he had told her that when he opened up my stomach and saw all the cancer, he told her I wasn't going to make it. Mm. So I'm, I know that I'm a walking miracle and I know that Jesus has saved my life for a purpose and I will share his story because this is really his story all day long with anybody that will listen. So sure. Yeah. So, um, I knew that I didn't want to do conventional treatment because, um, I heard that, I'd read and heard that it was really the chemo that was catching people. Um, I did an, end up interviewing about five different doctors, and they all said that because of how advanced the cancer was and how much it had spread into my body um, and different organs, that I had to do some form of chemo. So my mother uh, was led to a place to, that does integrative cancer treatment. And what I loved about this was... Um, two things. They did low dose chemo treatment, which obviously I still have my hair. So it yeah. doesn't hair and it doesn't, you know, doesn't make you, you know, be on like a bunch of pharmaceutical medications for the rest of your life. Um, so that was one thing I really loved about the place. And then the other thing I loved was they did, it's called um, a Greek test. It's an RGCC test and it tells them exactly how to treat your cancer according to your blood type. And then it even goes into such depth as to what holistic treatments are going to be effective, to which percentage rate, which chemo agents to use on your cancer, um, how effective they're going to be. And so, you know, because in conventional treatment, it's, it's, they just say, okay, yeah, you have ovarian cancer. Okay. So then you need carboplatin, you need cisplatin and, you know, you know, and yeah. that's not always, that's why you hear of a lot of people passing away because it's not a one size fits all with chemo agents. Right. So I did a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, research. And so that, that's really the reason we chose this place as long as they would accept me if I wasn't too advanced. And, um, so she said, she said she would. So, so we moved my whole family down there and we ended up living there for five months in Southern California, which was right, you know, near the ocean Laguna beach area. It was, it was absolutely beautiful. Um, but in the process I got really sick and, um, I got an infection from the pick line that it actually almost killed me. I had blood clots with a line going up my arm to my heart and um it was really scary i had some really scary things happen but you know god was so faithful he would always just speak to me when i was when i had dropped really low like he would just yeah. he kept me um of who he was he, he even at one point he was like yeah they say this but are you forgetting who i am right and you know he would always just step in when i was just needing it at the right time so so yeah, so we stayed there five months and then came back to Idaho in October. And you know, I don't have the cancer-free scan, but it's it's very close, like very minimal cancer. And you know, 
on the scan at least. And God has spoken to me that I am healed and it is finished. And so, you know, I only believe and take God at his word. And so, you know, I, I would love to see it on paper and I'm still going down there for treatment once every three weeks. Um, and then I, I'll have a scan again coming up, but that's kind of a, just a shortened version of this crazy test testimony of yeah. cancer. Yeah, so. that's, that's so inspiring because I think people think cancer and they think there's only one, you know, one path, one option. And, and I know from, you know, not only talking to you about your experiences, but I have several other friends who have beat cancer, um, you know, and their experiences, it, it isn't a one size fits all treatment. Um, and so those who get that diagnosis really need to take personal responsibility for what they want to see, uh, what kind of an outcome they're hoping for, obviously dig into their faith, um, but really kind of pay attention to what's going on um, and and make some decisions for yourself. Oh my gosh. If more people did that, it would, it would be far, oh, it'd be far less of, um, you know, side effects and people would live longer i feel it's you know but a lot of people they put their doctors on a pedestal sure. and so oh my doctor said this oh it must be the right way when doctors only know what doctors know so the conventional yeah. doctors are trained a certain way they're trained to medicate people and like you know do the the one size fits all and approach and it's so that that's one thing i would definitely you know tell people if they have a cancer di diagnosis is please do your research I, you know i had people dropping off videos at my front door saying hey are you aware of this you know this guy who healed himself at stage three colon cancer by diet alone his it's a video series called chris beats cancer and then um someone else said hey do you know about the truth about cancer and so i started just educating myself and i realized it was like i had this deep conviction that oh my gosh, I, there's no way I could actually, I can't do conventional treatment. I was so convicted that yeah. there's, now I didn't know how I was going to come up with $115,000 for holistic treatment because insurance doesn't pay for it, which is a huge bummer. But, um, yeah, so. You just do what you have to do. You do, yeah. And, you know, people, um, you know, my sister started a GoFundMe and, we had a large chunk of money come in through that and God, you know, God just stepped in. He provided, he provided the Airbnbs that we stayed in. I mean, God's hand was just intricately just in everything. Uh, this whole story. It's just, when I look back, I'm just in awe of him. Yeah. So that's yeah. fantastic. So being a not just a cancer survivor but also you know being an entrepreneur and running your own business there are i'm sure you have habits and rituals that you do on a day-to-day -day basis to keep you motivated and moving forward what does that look like yeah so i am a huge advocate um for soul care is what I call it. So I feel like because I am, you know, I'm a mom, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm, um, you know, a wife, I need, you know, time with my girlfriends every week. I mean, I realize I cannot be, you know, doing all these things effectively and efficiently and um, just how God wants me to serve people if I, you know, am empty myself. So I, I cannot pour from an empty cup. So every single morning I'm 
you know, I have to reground myself and like who I am every single day. And so spending time with, with Jesus every single day is, is what grounds me. Um, and so I have a pretty like lengthy morning routine. Sometimes my daughter wakes up and I don't get to all of it, but I'm also really into, um, you know, the power of words. So affirmations and, and declarations. Um, and I've seen, I've seen things really shift in my life from, you know, personalizing affirmations for myself. So that's part of my, um, my morning routine too. So Awesome. And it's a huge one. I can't, I can't forget coffee. It's like <laughs> a woman after my own heart. It is, yeah. you know, middle of the day and I, yeah. I, I have my coffee. It's a yeah. thing. <laughs> Definitely. I love it. I love it. Uh, so what, I mean, obviously I, I know that faith is huge for you. Um, you know, and that's definitely a non-negotiable in your life. What are some of the other things that you're like, no matter what I have in my life, no matter what career, what friends, what are some of those non-negotiables that, that you rely on to keep your rock solid? Okay. So I've got tons of those. (laughs) So, um, because I'm so, I can be really intense because I'm super ambitious and I'm very driven and I can then start being very serious. And so I started a little motto for myself. And if I am, if I'm not having fun, I am doing it all wrong. And so I really make everything about that I'm doing a fun, some time with my daughter, my businesses, being a, a wife as much as possible. I really try to bring in the fun aspect and try to laugh because, you know, even the Bible says that laughter is, is medicine to, to the soul. And so I, I know that to be true. So I just really, um, I make sure as much as possible that I'm having fun. And another non-negotiable is really, um, dating my, my husband. So that was one thing when, when we were dating before we were married, that was our thing. We were going out on, um, weekly dates and really pursuing each other and, that is, I believe, why our marriage is strong is because we we still do that. We pursue each pursue each other and uh, date each other, and so that is a non negotiable in our in our in our marriage. Um, I love that. Yes, and then um, another non negotiable for me is I have to move my body every single day. So I used to be a, like a gym rat, so obsessed with like bodybuilding, and I honestly you know, because I've just, you know, living in California and trying to heal and all of that stuff. It's, I, I don't even have a gym membership. So it's like every single day, making sure that I'm walking or that, you know, I'm doing jump squats, I'm doing something to get the endorphins flowing and, um, just move my body. So. Yeah. I love that. I I think those are all crazy powerful, uh, opportunities for us to really stay in touch with who we are yeah. uh, and prepare ourselves for the battles ahead because yeah. there are battles. It doesn't yeah. matter which, how many you've beaten in the past, there are always battles. That is, you know, that's something that, that just keeps coming, coming up on a regular basis. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So if you were going to give one piece of advice to someone, uh, maybe someone that that is in their cancer struggle um, or, you know, or is just in the middle of that, what would that advice be? I would say that 
So when I got diagnosed, it was like a death sentence and it took me about two and a half months to get in the right frame of mind. But once I did, it was like no going back. And so the mindset that I took on was that I knew that I knew that I was going to make it and get to the other side. And I think when people get unexpected diagnoses or unforeseen situations that happen, we're so deep in the thick of it that we almost can't see ahead. Like we don't even think about getting to the other side, but that's the thing is that you, you have to tell your mind how to think. Our minds are extremely powerful and it, our minds believe everything we tell it. So if we think we can, we can, if we think we can't, we can't. And right. so, um, but I would say, believe that you are going to get the other side and then know that it's, it's going to take work to, to get there, but that it's absolutely possible. That's what I would say. Awesome. Awesome. And one last question for you. How do you give back? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, well, uh, lots of different ways. Um, so one thing I noticed about myself is that if I'm not giving back or giving out or serving people, I don't know, there's just something that I feel, I feel like I get all stuck. I don't, right. I don't explain that. So, yeah. um, when I was single, I was, um, actually into fighting, uh, human trafficking. And so I was involved with an organization. And so, um, I was actually in Thailand and, um, uh, Cambodia and all that stuff. But since I physically can't go over there, um, I think, you know, you know, whenever we can find an organization that we can give financially to, I think let's do it because it's, you know, it's important. So I give back in those kinds of ways. And then I, um, I, I also, um, am involved with uh, the Boise Rescue Mission and City Light. So I, I help out when I can there. But yeah, that's, it's that's really important. I think everybody kind of has their, their things that tug at their heart. And I love it when each person finds their way. Yes. Um, because there's so many worthy causes. Absolutely. Yeah. I appreciate every moment that I've been able to spend with you. We definitely should get together for coffee soon. I would uh, love to. Yeah, but I, I just really appreciate you sharing your story. It's so powerful for so many. Oh, th well, thank you so much for reaching out to me. So. Absolutely. Thank you so much for tuning in to the My Wim Life Show today. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a moment of the goodness.